0: life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at uh1.com hi i'm lawrence delaglio host of the evening standard rugby podcast brought to you in partnership with qbe business insurance
1: Donald Trump is not happy, and who can blame him? It's got to be pretty humiliating as the 45th President of the United States facing 34 felony charges amidst surreal scenes in Manhattan Criminal Court, just 15 chauffeur-driven minutes from Trump Tower. He's the first former U.S. president to be arrested and charged in a case centering around alleged hush money, catch-and-kill payments made in the run-up to the 2016 election. And now the ink's not even dry on his not guilty plea, and Trump's gone after the judge.
0: I have a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family whose daughter worked for Kamala Harris and now receives money from the Biden-Harris campaign
1: even comes after Judge Juan Machan told the defence team to get the former president to refrain from making statements that are likely to incite violence or civil unrest. Then there was this, again from Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida.
0: This fake case was brought only to interfere with the upcoming 2024 election and it should be dropped immediately.
1: So what do we know after Tuesday's blockbuster appearance and what are his next steps? Let's get the latest from Evening Standard Deputy Political Editor David Bond. David, what are you reporting in Wednesday's Evening Standard? The big
2: news overnight was this speech, this bombastic speech that uh, Donald Trump gave on his return to Mar-a-Lago, his Florida uh, residence. So he didn't say anything to reporters as he left the courtroom in New York where he pleaded not guilty to these 34 charges, these 34 criminal charges. But he saved it all for this big barnstorming speech when he got back to Florida in front of his supporters in the ballroom of his uh, residence there. And really he sort of laid into everyone very typical sort of Donald Trump stuff, really trying to stoke up his base and create this narrative that he again is the anti-establishment candidate and that everyone is out to get him. It's all part of a politically motivated witch hunt. But I think the most notable thing, which uh, a few commentators in the US and in the UK who are close watchers of American politics have seized upon is this attack on uh, the judge in the case, Judge Juan Merchan. And they've said that that is really unwise because even if the judge who Donald Trump Trump has said is a Trump hater from a Trump hating family, even if the judge won't actually sort of decide the verdict, that will be decided at a trial. If he is found guilty, then it's up to the judge to decide what that punishment might be. And he could, in light of Donald Trump's comments in this speech, go much tougher on him, were he to be found guilty.
1: Could you give us an overview of what the charges are?
2: There's 34 charges which all relate to falsifying business records. This is in connection with alleged hush money paid to the porn star Stormy Daniels in the run-up to the 2016 presidential election, which he, of course, won to keep quiet about the relationship that they had. It is claimed that money was was falsely entered as legal fees paid to his former lawyer, Michael Cohen, and that while this would normally be a sort of relatively minor uh, misdemeanor, it has been upgraded to a felony, so a much more serious criminal offence because it potentially interfered with the democratic process around the 2016 presidential election. There's also some suggestion that it could have been part of a wider attempt to deceive tax authorities in New York, although it's not really clear because one of the criticisms of the prosecution and the case that was unsealed yesterday was that it didn't have very much detail about why it was being treated more seriously.
1: What will be the timeline and the next steps in this case?
2: Well, we should expect it to go on for quite a while. There's certainly experts are saying that it's unlikely that we'll see a trial before next year if it gets that far. There's various attempts, I would imagine, that Trump's lawyers will try and get the case dismissed in in the coming weeks. But essentially now both sides have to put up the evidence. Uh, So the prosecutors and the defense will get their chance to sort of file their evidence in response to the charges. That will take several months before we then know whether it will come to trial. But of course, if it does come to trial, it will be one of the most sensational trials in American history. An American president has never been charged with a criminal offense before. So the idea that we will actually see Donald Trump in the dock during a trial will be quite a thing uh, to behold.
1: What about Trump's other legal trouble?
2: The US Justice Department is looking into whether he shouldn't have retained top secret records after he left the White House. They are also looking into his role in the January the 6th, 2021, uh, riot at the US Capitol. Separately, there's a case in Georgia involving possible allegations of political interference during the 2020 election. So it's lots of different things mounting up. In fact, those cases are potentially much more serious, uh, would, would carry much bigger uh, punishment.
1: Doesn't it seem bizarre? He could be potentially fighting a court case at the same time as a presidential election.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's extraordinary, isn't it? And if you contrast it with the scene we've had here at Westminster, you. politics, you know, has suddenly become incredibly dull in comparison. I know we've had our moments over the last few months, but this is really quite something else. But of course, Donald Trump loves to be at the centre of the show. Now, lots of people who know Trump well, who've been out and about on the airwaves, are saying that he will absolutely hate this, this idea that, you know, he is actually having to go through this. There was a very notable moment as he arrived at the court where a police officer didn't hold the door open for him as he entered the courtroom, and You know, if you think about how grand he sees himself and this kind of, you know, this big figure, this big image that he likes to portray, that will have been quite a thing for him to deal with. But I think at the same time, he will want to use this. And this these series of legal cases to, again, keep banging the drum for that narrative that he has, that everyone is out to get him, that it is, in his words, surreal that he's even in this position and that all he's ever done to use his words in his speech from Mar-a-Lago is sought to defend the American people. And that will just play well with his supporters.
1: Let's go to the ads coming up. University College London politics and international relations expert, Dr. Julie Norman. Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime?
3: You should celebrate yourself
2: every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewellery of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com.
0: BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delaglio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium
1: Now we're joined by Julie Norman, an associate professor and co-director of the UCL Center on US Politics, and she's just touched down back in London from New York. How was the atmosphere?
3: I would say the US was very abuzz about this story, just as I think much of the world was, Uh, but especially New York City, uh, Manhattan. It was a very um, spectacle-like circumstance, I would say. The media, the protesters on both sides, you know, just the security, the police, presence, uh, it really was quite a to-do. I mean, this was obviously a rather unprecedented event around a very polarising figure and it drew the attention in the crowds that one would assume it would, especially with the rather tawdry details in the background. Is there
1: any historical precedent for this kind of case?
3: This is the very first time that a former president has faced a criminal indictment. So that in itself is extremely notable. Also notable the fact that this particular individual Trump is also running again for president. So it's criminal indictment of a former president who is also now a presidential candidate. So both of those things are unprecedented. It's a very different kind of legal situation than most Americans are used to. Even after the Nixon scandal, he was pardoned. And uh, that kind of set a precedent for kind of not uh, going after presidents, uh, past presidents for potential criminal activity, even though that hadn't come up that much. But it, it kind of set that standard standard that now has definitely been shifted back. And I think, this will be a sort of a shift in how um, in how law is used towards former presidents moving forward.
1: Just for a bit of historical context, would you mind giving us a reminder of the Watergate scandal?
3: Sure. So the Watergate scandal um, took place in the early 1970s and under uh, Richard Nixon as the president. And essentially, Nixon had overseen this um, conspiracy, a burglary, a bugging of the Democratic National Committee headquarters orders. And many of the underlings to Nixon um, were indicted and charged for those crimes. Nixon himself resigned the presidency when it was clear that he was going to be implicated as well. He probably would have faced criminal charges, but he was actually pardoned by his successor, um, Gerald Ford, who essentially said, we will kind of uh, absolve uh, Nixon of any guilt for these crimes that he may have committed. And that was mainly, for what he said were the security, the economic and just the general well-being of the country to try and heal and move forward. So Nixon, unlike Trump, never did face a criminal indictment. However, I would say that whole episode, that's really where we see the sharp decline in many Americans trust in government institutions, uh, in um, trusting the state, in trusting government, these kinds of things. So definitely had a massive effect even though it didn't have the same criminal effect that we're seeing now.
1: What's your view on where this leaves the health of American politics.
3: This is definitely a low point. I mean, having a former president indicted for a crime, having that crime be associated with paying off tabloids to cover hush money for adult film stars, it's just uh, it's it's not where we want the national conversation to be focused. And then again, I would say the um kind of spectacle around this is really it's keeping the focus on Trump, it's really sucking most of the national, and international attention onto um, you know, again, these uh these dealings of his and keeping him in the limelight. And I do think there is a um I don't want to say a danger, but I would say it's not The healthiest point for us politics to have this be where the focus is and where the focus is probably going to stay uh until this case is resolved in some way shape or form maybe not for a year from now when there are so many more issues taking place when the country is already so polarized and that's not to say right or wrong for for when and how to prosecute but this will deepen divisions it will embolden trump And it's probably not where I think many people would want to see the country going in the lead up to another election year.
1: There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Thursday at 4pm.